We are back yet again on the Thick Men Inc. podcast, and this week we have a wide variety of siddling topics to bring to you, dear viewers, some of which not as siddling as others, but hey, you work with what you got. Starting things off, we have the dismantling of the Los Angeles Chargers, and it looked good for the Chargers early on. They finally seemed to have a good team. Their quarterback of the future had been drafted. They were the team to beat in the AFC West, and then they started losing games, which has culminated in them losing to the Houston Texans, the lowly Houston Texans. The Houston Texans were being led by the eighth string quarterback on their roster to win after win after win but the Chargers are effectively eliminated from the playoffs with this loss Justin Herbert did not look amazing picked twice by the Texans secondary not a good look to begin with the line has struggled the offensive play calling not particularly insightful and creative players are not used effectively and all in all it's just really a sad situation for the young fella I feel bad for the Chargers but their issues lie in their offensive coordinator and to some extent their head coach when those two chuckleheads are gone then the Chargers might actually stand a chance of winning some games but until then they're going to keep getting their ass kicked by the texans well they're one of the most inconsistent teams in the nfl you take a look at their schedule they've beaten the Bengals, they've beaten the chiefs they beat a healthy browns team which at the time the browns were good but then they get embarrassed by the texans this past weekend it doesn't make much sense and you talked a lot about their offense and that's not where the issue lies they remind me of a team in their division from just a couple years ago they are a worse slightly worse version of the 2018 Chiefs who lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. They have a young quarterback who is lighting the world on fire. They have a top five offense, but simply cannot stop other teams from scoring. The last two weeks, the Chargers have scored 28 and 29 points on offense, but have still lost. Unfortunately for their offense, if they make one mistake over the course of a game, they have to fight extremely hard to win. And if they make multiple mistakes, like Justin Herbert did against the Texans, they have virtually no chance of winning games. You take a look at the Chiefs over the course of this season. There's been some games where the score was low and the Chiefs were still able to win because their defense showed up. This season, if Patrick Mahomes makes a mistake, he's not punished as harshly as Justin Herbert is. And I'm a big Mahomes supporter, but I do think we need to point this out when we're talking about Justin Herbert and the Chargers winning games. When it comes to how bad their defense has been, the only defense in the NFL giving up more points per game than the Chargers is the Jets defense. Even the Jaguars defense is giving up less points. I think the Chargers have a really good offense and they can compete in a shootout with pretty much any team but the minute their offense starts to falter the minute they start and the minute they have a turnover really they have a good chance of getting embarrassed well I think the defense is more so on the fact they've kind of been chipped away and worn out as the year gone on they've had some effective defensive games particularly early in the year but as you progress into the season the defense starts crumbling and no they can't win shootouts because Justin Herbert is not quite on that Patrick Mahomes level he's leading the league in interceptions which he's something Mahomes wasn't doing in 2018 he is struggling to find the ball deep to his receivers his receivers are also struggling a little bit with injuries which does not help either but all in all I don't think comparing them to the 2018 Chiefs is very respectful to a team which made the AFC championship game this team is not going to make the playoffs might not make the playoffs for a long time unless they sort it out and if you're not prepared to win a shootout sorry you don't belong in the modern NFL all the top dogs in the league can get in shootouts and win it I just don't think the Chargers can do that quite yet offensively but before we get completely lost in the sauce of Justin Herbert being a bum like every other Oregon quarterback, I want to talk about Davis Mills for a second. Because Davis Mills was thrown into hell. He was in the worst situation out of any young quarterback. No questions asked. And even outside of football, he had to deal with the Deshaun Watson stuff. 
hanging over his head, the injuries to the guys ahead of him, and he has found success. There are some grabs about him having the most 200-yard gains, most three-touchdown gains among rookies. And I don't really care so much about that, but the fact that he's able to go into games with poised confidence and consistently deliver the ball behind a bad best mediocre at worst horrible offensive line to weapons which most of you don't know the names of is very impressive i think davis mills stands a decent chance of being one of the two or three best quarterbacks out of this class i was definitely i was clowning on him when he had the four interception game at the beginning of the season i don't remember it was probably against the patriots i don't remember which one that was but he was absolutely atrocious didn't really look like he knew how to play quarterback and now all of a sudden he's gotten the texans to four wins looks competent and is probably going to get a shot as a Texans quarterback next year so congratulations to him but just as a a slight rebuttal to what you said about Justin Herbert Justin Herbert does have 33 touchdowns okay and it's 14 interceptions so it's a over two to one ratio on touchdowns to interceptions and I did say they were a worse version of the Chiefs their defense is much worse than the 2018 Chiefs now you said slightly worse slightly worse is sneaking in as a wild card this team is not a playoff team what do you they have eight wins if they win and out seven losses and they're not gonna win out i will bet every last penny in our tiktok account they do not win out so they're not beating the broncos at home or the or the raiders both teams that i'd probably say they're better than yeah the raiders is debatable they'll probably beat the broncos if it was in my life, i'd bet on the broncos but hey we don't know but as a matter of fact didn't they lose to the broncos in convincing manner already this season didn't teddy b go in there and absolutely cook himself up a storm granted they're on drew lock now which is not very helpful for the Broncos' success. The guy is a bum. They're going to drop one of those games. Not like any if they don't, they might not make the playoffs. It's truly a sad state of affairs. Not really. Charges aren't that good. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like it's approaching levels of uh, my jinxing, the way I jinx. You're going to say the Chargers are never a playoff team. They're not going to win the next two games. And next thing you know, they're going to be in the AFC Championship. And then we're going to take a look back at this cold take. The difference between you and me is I'm happy when I'm wrong about teams like this. I don't hate the Chargers. I'm not fond of their offensive coaching staff, but when you get takes wrong like that, you sit there and you see the new cope. Me, I'm just happy. I throw a big old thumbs up to Justin Herbert. If you want to win the next five games in a row and go to the Super Bowl, go for it, Buckaroo. We're all rooting for you here on Thick Man Inc. Not as much as we're rooting for the Bills, but hey. And speaking of the Bills, what a smooth transition. I really am good at that. The Buffalo Bills did what many thought they weren't going to be able to do and put a whooping on the Patriots. It was not a particularly close game for long periods of time. Josh Allen easily could have had five passing touchdowns if it weren't for drops and penalties. And all in all, the Bills looked dominant over the team, which everyone thought was back into their franchise mode. Turns out when there's not an 80 mile an hour wind, Josh Allen's a pretty good passing quarterback. He was able to stand up to the blitz. He looked very effective on an offensive line, which was struggling at times and delivered quality pass after quality pass. So I wouldn't say they're the favorites to come out of the AFC, but the Bills getting better. Josh Allen coping with the blitz a bit better, which was what hindered him earlier in the year it's gotta be a bit concerning to some teams who they might face in the playoffs the bills win over the patriots told me a lot more about the patriots than it did about the bills i'm still concerned about the bills lack of a run game their reliance on josh allen to be their entire run game and their inability to stop the run is also very concerning the patriots still averaged five and a half yards per carry totaled 150 yards on the ground and had three rushing touchdowns the bills are who i thought they were when they lost to the patriots a couple weeks ago they're a good not great team if you remember when i was talking about that loss i didn't blame the bills for losing that one because all the cards were stacked
stacked against them. On the Patriots side of things, after their seven game winning streak, they've now lost their last two games and they've been very telling. Whether you want to blame it on Mac Jones or their receiving core, the Patriots are not dynamic enough on offense to beat the Bills or teams with a good quarterback. They don't have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. They don't have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. They don't have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Even the Colts, they don't have Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, and Carson Wentz. To yes, fair, Carson the Wentz Colts right now. also don't have Carson Wentz, yes. But they got Mac Jones and Nikhil Harry. Come on, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots do have the ability to win ugly, and they are built for thunderstorms. We saw them beat the Bills in 80 mile per hour wins, but they are not built for a shootout, and they can't keep up with other teams in the AFC on the offensive side of the ball yet. Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Henry, and Johnny Smith are nice pieces, but when your wide receivers are that, let's say, mediocre, it's not enough to push the ball down the field. The Bills are who I thought they were, and I think it's very telling that the Patriots don't have the firepower to keep up with other teams in the AFC. That's some hater material right there. The Bills who are what I thought they were, not what you thought they were, what I thought they were. A team which has the offensive upside and the defensive pass capability to go on a playoff run. That's all about matchups though. Granted, I'm pretty sure anyone who faces someone like the Dolphins in the first round is probably going to be a victor. Exaggerated that a little bit on the TikTok today. But if the Bills can avoid the Colts and assuming King Henry comes back and is somewhat limited, I think they could make a run the AFC Championship game. What happens between them and the Chiefs we don't know. I think this is a better Bills team than last season, regardless of the win-loss record. My my main thing with the Bills, though, is I agree with you that they have a very good offense. Like, I, I think the Bills are still a good team. My main concern is with their weaknesses that I've already listed, I don't think they're going to be able to string out a bunch of wins in the playoffs. They're going to need to win three games to get to the Super Bowl, two games to get to the AFC Championship. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. I mean, in the regular season, against every good team they've played, it's either been close they've now beaten the Patriots I think that may be the only team with an above 500 record that they've beaten and the Chiefs early in the season when the Chiefs were struggling didn't they also beat the Saints when the Saints were above 500 I don't I don't remember but the point is is I don't have it in front of me for this podcast they've lost a, a plethora of of good teams all have been close scores so i don't trust them to string together three wins against three good teams like i maybe they win one maybe they win two but i don't see them making it to the super bowl i mean the reason they lost the buccaneers was dropped passes and pass interference calls which were terrible when you look back at them colts game absolute blowout bills were not prepared for that one and the titans game look that was a one score game and derrick henry is not going to be as big a factor so i'm not really that concerned about the big players the chiefs are always a looming issue particularly they've got uh effective defense but the chiefs are the team to beat the afc but the bills probably a close second if they can avoid the call to a red hot but we're going to talk this point to death like we do every week because for some reason we love talking about the bills like we should probably go back and check how many podcasts in a row we've talked about them <laughs> Well, the Colts are also a matchup nightmare for the Bills with John, the Bills' inability to stop the run, the Colts' dedication to the run game with Jonathan Taylor, and then also having Carson Wentz, he's been throwing the ball well this season, kind of having an underrated season, like 25 touchdowns, uh, I think six interceptions. He's not shooting a, them in the foot. And around a 96 quarterback rating. So he's playing well. He's, you know, throwing the ball enough to make them effective in the passing game. And then Jonathan Taylor's just been otherworldly, almost Derek 
Derrick Henry like in how he's played in the second half or latter half of this season. They're really the worst possible matchup for the way the Bills are constructed. Now, the worst possible matchup would be the Lamar Jackson-led Ravens, but they don't have Lamar Jackson. They probably don't have a playoff bid anymore. But anywho, speaking of a team which is desperately fighting for a playoff bid, Miami Dolphins have won eight in a row, including a trouncing of the Saints. And when I say trouncing, I mean an ugly, scrappy match where the Dolphins come out on top because their defense scores a touchdown and is much better in general than the Saints. Are they a playoff team? Possibly. Are they a good playoff team? Probably not. The only way I see them being a real contender is if they win out, which is going to be rough for them. I've joked about the Titans a little bit this podcast saying they don't have their identity. Henry's not back. They've still been winning some games without Derrick Henry. And if they beat the Patriots, which look, Flores has Belichick's number. I think that's very likely. It's at least 50-50, maybe 60-40 in the Dolphins' favor. But if they win out and they get all this momentum and they take that in the first round of the playoffs, I wouldn't want to play them. Talk about the Colts being red hot. Dolphins are much hotter. They've won seven straight. I don't care if they got two and turned the ball over passing it for them. I don't care if their O-line sucks. They're just going to grind teams to death and win a 12-4 football game. Well, it's seven wins in a row, not eight. I need to correct that. I think I said both so you can cut out which audio clip I was wrong on. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. But to me, the Dolphins feel a lot like Washington last season. A limited offense with an extremely good defense. And if they make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if they win a game in the wild card round. Like you said, they're scrappy. They have the ability to suffocate offenses and their defense just keeps blitzing and blitzing and blitzing. So that can get to a quarterback. Their defense is more than good enough to compete in the playoffs. With that being said, I do think there needs to be some context given to their winning streak. Six of the quarterbacks they have beaten over their winning streak are Tyrod Taylor, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton, Mike Lennon, Zach Wilson, and Ian Book. That is not a great group of quarterbacks. Right weren't there. you telling me that Cam Newton was a great quarterback and deserved to be on a team before the year started? That was before the year started, Isaiah. Before We're now in was revealed, week 15, week 16. Before it was revealed, Scam Newton was present. And the seventh quarterback on on that winning streak is Lamar Jackson. I'll give the Dolphins that one. That was a defensive clinic and a very impressive win. But in every other game, it was a bad quarterback they were playing. And I'd probably say that Tua or... Jacoby Brissett was the best quarterback on the field between both teams during their massive losing streak when they lost seven games in a row. The seven quarterbacks they played, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and Trevor Lawrence. Those quarterbacks are all better than Tua, or in Trevor Lawrence's case, he's at least more athletically gifted. So the Dolphins do not have the ability to get into a shootout with another team that has a good quarterback. That is their limiting factor on the offensive side of the ball. And when it comes to their last two games, I definitely think they can win out the titans are still without derrick henry and they already beat the patriots this year and if the dolphins win in week 18 against the patriots they also knock the patriots out of the playoffs more than likely which would be awesome just so we can see the patriots fans weep who have been uh you know celebrating the fact that they're back or that mac jones is the best quarterback from the class and that they're saying that they got the steal of the class so that would be awesome but you know there needs to be some there needs to be a little bit context given to their winning streak you know what would be cool chiefs managed to drop their last two games because I'm pretty sure they don't tiebreaker over the Titans. They drop one of them. Titans win out. Bills win out. Dolphins beat the Patriots. They get in the seventh seed. I would love to see a Kansas City Chiefs as the two seed face off against this Dolphins team. That would be just miserable for Mahomes because we saw last season what happens when they put a bunch of pressure on Patrick in the playoffs. It does not go well. I wonder what his brother would pour on fans in that game. We just go straight to tequila or barbecue sauce since they'd be in Kansas 
Kansas City. The questions are limitless, but in all likelihood, it's going to be a Titans-Dolphins matchup if they do make the playoffs. The Patriots, very overrated. Their fans love seeing them cry. Now that we've said this, they're going to win out and eliminate the Dolphins, and I'm going to be very sad. But I will not be as sad as Wee Hoopin. And why is Wee Hoopin sad? Because he is a Ravens fan. And the Ravens have fallen apart. They've collapsed. It finally got them. The Rona, the injuries, the 2021-ness of it all has done the Baltimore Ravens in. They're as good as gone out of the playoffs. It's just not a good scene. The JV team they rolled out there last Sunday got humiliated by Joe Burrow. They're making people talk about Joe Burrow as if he's a top 10, top 5 quarterback. Pump the brakes a little bit there. It's not quite that good. He was playing against a uh, basically the equivalent of an Ole Miss secondary from his days in the SEC. Not a strong squad. Padding the stats. But that division in general has fallen apart because the Steelers probably out of the playoffs. Thank you, uh, Chase Claypool. Ravens, injured beyond belief. Browns, injured beyond belief. Baker Mayfield's just tougher than Lamar playing through with that shoulder sling. And the Bengals, let's be honest, they're not the best team in the AFC by a wide stretch and will get absolutely smoked if a good offense goes up against them. Just a sad state of affairs, really, for the division we were calling the best or second best in all football at the start of the season. Well, I wasn't calling them the best at the start of the season. I you think were calling we... them the second best. I, I'm pretty sure I was calling them the third or fourth best uh, behind the AFC East, which, you know, may wind you up with You did teams not the say the AFC East was going to be that good. I did. You, you did, and you are full of it. You are trying are to you be kidding? some you're, you're joking. There ain't no joking here. Go scroll back and watch the TikToks after the recording. You can edit the audio in if you're right. I, I actually can't believe, okay, I, we had this discussion already, which is why I'm surprised that you're reacting that way, but never mind. I'll skip over that part because I'm definitely right, and anyone who's seen that TikTok or you know people don't probably don't remember that TikTok anyway my coldest take of this year and you know Isaiah I don't know if you remember this one but I called the Ravens playoff locks mid-season and we may have to add Ravens to the list of my teams or players that I jinx they've now become I think the most injured team in the NFL and I would probably be right if they weren't injured but who really cares I I jinxed them I guess and good job (laughs) (laughs) earlier in the season they were winning those one score games that's something i praise them for they were winning games in overtime they were coming from behind and now all of a sudden they're not getting two point conversions they're not winning the one score games they're not able to come from behind because their team is injury depleted i think they've had i'm pretty sure i was watching one game and they were approaching the limit for allowed roster moves in one season i think they're approaching 100 i'm not completely sure how they're getting up there i heard it during a broadcast but still they've had a so many injuries as we look towards the last two games I don't think their dilapidated secondary is going to be able to hang with the Rams offense and what they've been doing and the only way they're going to be able to beat the Rams is if Lamar returns to MVP form coming off an injury and even then I don't think the Ravens are going to be able to beat the Rams and I'll spoil it for you here but they're not beating the old salami strangler in his final games as Steeler that's just not happening the football gods will not allow Big Ben to go out big sad you want to know the real real reason the Ravens are cooked they're out of the playoffs it's not the injuries it's not the play calling it's not the scheme it's their head football coach because our fella Harbaugh single-handedly screwed the Ravens do you know how much better their position would be if they had one more win if they decide hey we've got the best kicker in football let's just go to overtime we'll probably win that game right Hey, if they do it twice, they had the opportunity to go overtime twice, decide, no, we're going to go for two both times. And both times, they failed horribly. That shows a real lack of confidence in your team, a lack of confidence in MVP Lamar Jackson, a lack of confidence in your first-round pedigreed wide receivers. And if you're Harbaugh, 
How do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night knowing you could easily be a 9 or a 10 win team who would not have to worry about the Rams or the Seahawks? You'd already basically be a playoff lock. It must be eating him alive. He is the reason the Ravens have lost these games. Not Lamar, not the injuries, not the COVID, but their coach. And really, I feel bad for Baltimore fans because they don't deserve that. They don't deserve a man who does not have faith in their high-end talent. Shame on you, Harbaugh. Shame on you. He does have faith in his high-end talent. That's why he's going for two he probably doesn't have faith in the defense that's lost almost every starter on the entire field I mean say what you want about the defense but at that point in the game where they decided to go for two against the Steelers it was a 20 to 19 game defense have been doing a good job so far and you can make the argument that the only reason they have as many wins as they do so far is because of their coaching job with all the injuries they've had and that argument kind of goes both ways you mean how they've lost their last four games and they're gonna lose five in a row after the rams when the injuries start mounting up tristan it's not that uh like they've lost five of their last six when the injuries did start to get bad what do you mean by that when the injuries became an issue the ravens crumbled it's been an issue all season I mean, they had their running backs tear their ACLs the start of the season. Running back is the most replaceable position in all of football right now. They didn't have a truly top-tier one, so it was easier for them to filter guys in and out. Well, the, the thing that has been going for them, at least, is they do have the best tight end in football. So I've heard. Many wise analysts, I declare, Mark Andrews the best tight end in football. Why they've done that, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. He's not the best run-blocking tight end. He's not the best pass-blocking tight end. He's, He's not the got best the numbers pass-catching tight end in all football. Ball, and it really is a confusing take made by sad strange people who still live in their parents basements like some people recording this podcast i live in my parents house not my parents basement i'll have you I, know i live in their attic i'll have you know they don't know i live up here but cross that bridge when come to it that has been the podcast follow us on tiktok if you somehow don't follow us on tiktok we've mentioned about 20 times just in this podcast if you want to check if you're listening on spotify we also have it over on youtube we also have it on on multiple other audio platforms you can check out our link tree for that subscribe to our youtube channel i think we're at like 130 subscribers thank you for that we're at like 13k on tiktok thank you for that like the video if you're on youtube and we'll see you in the next one the stay up on fantasy football arizona stink